A famous little club that's not been noticed, put it that way. Well, it's not in the north, and it's not in the south. In fact, it's bang in the middle. I said, hey, you. Mansfield is a town in North Nottinghamshire. Welcome to Mansfield is a Town in North Nottinghamshire, the podcast about Mansfield, which is a town in North Nottinghamshire. And this edition of the podcast is presented by me, Robert Shaw, and by my mother. Say hello, mum. Hello, mum. Excellent. Right. It's a big day in the life of the town today. It's the 8th of May, 2023. It's about quarter past midday and in 15 minutes the final round of fixtures in football league two kick off i'm holding up today's newspaper to prove that we're doing this recording uh, right now and uh, not that anyone can see it this is a podcast and print newspapers don't reflect the time of day anyway but trust me we are recording this segment of the show before the matches aren't we mum we are there we go good mansfield we are, that's enough Mansfield Town Football Club, a.k.a. the Stags, are very important to the life of Mansfield the Town. So in this programme, we will be reflecting on their progress this season with our regular correspondent, Dale. But as a special treat, we will also be joined by Dale's dad, Ted, who has been attending matches at Field Mill since the 1950s. That's a mighty long time, eight decades of torment and suffering. And he'll be telling us about the highs and lows of a lifetime spent supporting the Stags. Now, Mum, when did you first go and see the Stags? When I was 14. And how often was, have you been back since? Uh, except to watch Andrew play. I haven't been to the Stags. Right, so once was enough then, was it? Well, no, not really. Nobody offered to take me. All right, so if there are any listeners out there who'd like to take my mother to <laughs> football matches in future, <laughs> then... <laughs> um, she's available and i got to tell you she is she is a lot of fun to be with as well <laughs> you will have the best day imaginable anyway let's get in the mood for the day's drama mansfield are in eighth position in league two no matter what happens today they cannot finish lower than that but to get into the playoffs and have a shot at promotion to league one they have to make seventh position or higher now they could still do that as three teams above them are only three points ahead though they all have better goal differences than Mansfield. Carlisle by eight goals, Salford by four, and Bradford by three. The Stags are away at lowly Colchester, so let's say they will get three points. Maybe. Carlisle are away at Sutton, but even if they lose, they're unlikely to do so by enough goals to make it possible for Mansfield to catch them. They'd have to lose by five and Mansfield win by four, say, so it's improbable. Cross that one off the list is a serious possibility. Salford are at home to Gillingham, who are almost as low down the league as Colchester, so let's assume that they're not going to do Mansfield any favours and Salford will win or draw. So that leaves Bradford, who are at home to the mighty Leighton Orient, who are top of the league. Bradford could lose by more than one goal and Mansfield could win and by more than one goal, at which point... Mum, are you still awake? I am awake. What would happen? Mansfield would win. 
Would win what? Would win the league. No, no, they'd, they'd finish seventh. But that would take them into the playoffs. And, yeah, but it was, and yeah, that's what get, it meant. And then they'd probably get knocked out again like last year. Oh, well. Anyway, it's all very exciting. Do you know what I'm going to do now? This yes. is very clever. Do you? What am I going to do? You're going to entertain me. <laughs> oh, I've done enough of that already. <laughs> now, what I'm going to do is very clever. I'm going to pass myself forward in time a few hours to the end of the matches when I'll be speaking in just a few seconds to Dale and his dad, Ted. It's just like time travel. Mansfield is a town in North Nottinghamshire. Ba, 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 ba. Dale and, uh, and Ted, Dale's dad, welcome to the show. We are sitting in gloom, are we not, after, after watching that devastating failure of Mansfield to score enough goals there? It could have been, couldn't it, Dale? Yep. Yeah, it, uh, it's kind of been a season where it could have been, Rob. Well, I felt all the way through it, to be honest with you. Um, we've missed so many good opportunities at home to, uh, you know, won games. We've just not quite got that killer instinct, I don't think. We've been a bit unlucky at times at home. We've played really well, you know, away from home, um, which is fantastic. But, you know, for us as supporters, it's been quite frustrating at home you know, this season, and we've not quite stepped up. I think that's down to a lot of injuries. Um, the, the players, um, obviously, the managers have to shuffle the team from time to time, made some made some um, curious decisions. Um, but anyway, we're challenging, is the, you know, the point I'm making. We're, we're still challenging for that top seven spot. And I think <laughs> with a, a little bit of, um, you know, Jigging about a bit this season, find some decent players. I think we'll have a challenge next year for the top three, which is much more, um, you know, sort of in line with the squad if we can keep injury free. Oh, next year, next year. So, Ted, what did you make of today's today's display? Well, I thought they, uh, personally, I thought they played some fantastic football on the ground. As soon as you get up in the air, though, they're not so good. No, I'm a big believer on playing football on the grass. Because uh, same as what Brian Clough used to say, if they made made uh, football in the air, they got to give us wings. That's one of his quotations. But but his son, I'm sure his son's learnt a lot from him. Does one thing actually? Does Nigel ever say anything quotable like his dad? Because his dad said all of these things that we, we, you know, we still want to talk about and still say now. Yeah. What has Nigel ever said? What has he said? Well, he's uh, sometimes it's quite funny. You know, he just, uh, he'll be answering questions and he'll come back with a sharp, witty remark, and which I'm pleased about because it don't seem to worry him. Nothing seems to worry him, which is good for a manager. He just had some rotten luck this year on his injuries and uh, a few not-so-good signings, which they don't all work, do they? Apparently not. No. Um, yeah. Oh, well, do, do, do we think he's going to stay? Is he going to stay? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's showing us that there is football amongst these players if they keep it on the ground. They've got some talented lads who uh, can, can, can control the football on the grass. 
And you've seen it today, haven't you, Dale? Mm. Absolutely. I think I think they've um, certainly with a few additions, Rob, they'll be an effective team towards uh, you know the end of the season next year. Definitely. Yeah, well, I want him to stay because we we name him in the theme tune to the the song, and I just couldn't be bothered to re-record it. So you know, it's um, you know, you know, it's Nigel Clough in his yellow yellows, and so I know that's brilliant. Please, that Nigel, so never never leave because I just couldn't be bothered no. to, to do it again. I, I'd like to see him take us up and then into the championship. <laughs> but you know, we've got to we've got to we're challenging. I think that's the thing for me. We're still up there. If you change the manager, you know, um, you start again. And does that one work? We don't know. This one works, you know. So let's let's get behind him for next season and, you know, sell lots of season tickets and uh, let's go again. All right. Very positive once again, Dale. Loving it. OK, right, Ted, here we go with some big questions for you. When, now just to... Uh, um, sort of set the scene for this when did you first see the stags play were they still called uh, mansfield wesleyans at the time well, not as old as that <laughs> <laughs> so what what year was it 1946 my first game at field mill it was against cardiff city and we lost 3-1 my dad told me so uh, it, it was his favorite team as well so and uh, then he took me everywhere then notch county when tommy lawton played derby county when race carter played oh and i met he took me to, we went to chester with the stags and uh, he said i've got a surprise for you i said okay then so he says we're going up uh, we're going to look for a, a chat a famous footballer so we went to there and he stopped outside this pub called the Dublin Packet. It's still there. And uh, he went in the pub and they came out and he says, come on, you can come in because kiddies weren't allowed in pubs them days. And who should be behind the bar, shook his hands, is Dixie Dean. Oh, wow. And uh, all his England caps are all around the bar. All the lot, every single one were around the bar. And I shook his hand and I've... Uh, I've got a, some comparisons with Dixie Dean and one of our lads, famous centre forwards, named Joe Hartson. Uh, Billy, sorry, not Joe, Billy Hartson. And uh, he scored 55 goals in the Football League in the season. And Dixie scored 64 goals in the season and did when he played. And this is 19, 1935 season that he scored all those goals. And he scored seven goals in one match in that year. Well, we could have done with them today, couldn't we? Yeah. And I don't think anyone else has ever scored seven goals, any football player in this country. In a I don't think game. anybody's ever done it. I've looked, I've tried to get on. And the nearest one's fives, but not to seven. So I'm hoping that's going to be a record. So this is Ted Harston. Did you ever see Ted Harston play? No, uh, yeah, I'd only be when you Liverpool came and signed him on the season after this for three thousand pounds, and he scored two goals in three appearances and broke his leg, 
and he never played again. Most hat tricks uh, in uh, in the season was uh, ten plus one FA Cup match, but for one season they've scored seven hat tricks and one in a cup match, 1936-37. And uh, let's see here, there's one here that, uh, oh, and Stags in 1951, there was the first team to be unbeaten in a year. That's from that, the January to the December. Only a year, it's not a season or anything like that, and I'm sure that's still a record. Or so, first one, whoever did it. So did you go and see them that season? Uh, no, not that year. No, 51, no. No, I was... Uh, you started work. I, I did see a few of them games, but I didn't see every one. I just started work. Anyway, then they had... The, fir the first floodlight match in the world was at Field Mill. Because it used to have a greyhound track running around the pitch. And uh, they had to play this particular match at night at four o'clock because it went dark all of a sudden. So they turned the, the floodlights from the greyhounds onto the pitch and they played a, a senior Midlands Cup final there. And uh, that's, uh, that, was the, uh, that was the first game to be played under floodlit in the world. So what year, what year was that? What year was that? That would be, uh, ooh, let me think here. I don't know this one. It's uh, before my time. It was before they was in the league. 19, before 1930, ooh, before 35, 35. Yeah. Okay. So we've had the most goals scored by a single player in a, in a game. That's 10 yeah. last one. We had the first floodlit match. Yeah. I mean, you know, all of these things have happened, you know, at Mansfield. And yeah, yeah. The, uh, and we've never won anything. A famous little club that's not been noticed, put it that way. Yeah. I mean, do you ever think to yourself, Ted, oh, I should have supported somebody else? Oh, no, you can't go anywhere else, can you? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean you can. Well, I, I mean, my father told me the same as I spoke, said before, but you never you never forget the first team you watched. i, I got to ask you something here. What is the most exciting Stags match you have ever been to? Well, I've got to put it down to the West Ham game, the 3-0 win over West Ham. Now, what year was this? Uh, it was 60, 68, 67, 68 season. They had half the England team playing for them who won the World Cup. Bobby Moore, Peters, and Jeff Hurst. Uh, and then they had substitutes, which was, uh, oh, what's his name? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He was a Yeah, he was a young lad. And we, we absolutely thrashed him 3 0. And that was 21,500 on the ground that night. Been, yeah, it'd been postponed about five times because it waterlogged pitch. <laughs> so that was a cut. That was a cut. Yeah. FA Cup, yeah. And we played. What round was it? Fifth round? Fourth round? Fourth round. It, I think it was. Just, we got to the semi final draw 
if we'd have beat Leicester, we'd have been in the semi-final. Yeah. So we did play. We played. Uh, we played West Ham, and then we played South End. We beat them one nil. Then we played Leicester, and we lost one nil. And uh, we said we should have won. I didn't go to that game because it was I couldn't get a ticket. And that were another twenty one thousand. Well, it was actually at Field Mill when they played the Forest in 1950, around about the 1950s, when there were 24,500 at Field Mill. It's a grand record now, still, against Forest. That was in a cup match. Over the years, you must have seen massive changes at Field Mill. Oh, yes. Terrific change, yeah. You take your grandson along now, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. And if you could, you know, tell him one detail that would explain to him, you know, what it looked like in nineteen forty-six or fifty, compared to what it's like now. What what would you, yeah. what would you say to him? Well, I we used to stand on the railway end. They call it the cop them days. It was the, called the railway end, and it was all sleepers and cinders. And there were no toilets. So any time you'd been to the pub, whatever, before you get into the match, you, you went over the top of the ump and down into the <laughs> where the gate is to get, let you in. There was like uh, a corrugated black fence went round. And that's where you did your you-know-what. And back up the hill onto the top again, then, you see. So that's a big change, isn't it, compared to today? Mm -hmm. It is <laughs> a score, a score, a score uh, at the end of the uh, the uh, quarry lane end, and it's got A to Z, and you've got half time scores come on that. They also had a man come round, a penny on the ball before you went on before you went on the ground. He was selling them outside. Penny on the ball, and if you name came out, he came around the uh, half time with the number on the board. And if that were you, you went and picked the match ball up after the game. All right. So you put in a penny, and if your name was pulled out or your number was pulled out, you got the match ball. You got the match ball. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Did you get one? No. No. Oh. I never, no, I don't think I ever bought a ticket, actually, but. <laughs> <laughs> just telling you what happened. Because <laughs> football's them days, you know. There was they weren't like they are now. They were a big lace on and a, a a big rubber thing that you had to push in with your thumb, and then lace over top. Well, obviously, the shape of the ball went to a, a little pyramid at the end. So uh, when Tommy Lawton wrote a book about playing for England, they asked him. Who was the best wing football you've ever played with? He says, I've, I've, I've got to tell you that Stanley Matthews is the finest right winger in the world. He says, because when I played with him, he always made sure that the, the lace of the ball was the opposite side that I was going to head. <laughs> but he took that down with a pinch of salt, didn't he, really? But that's what he said. Now, that, that takes real skill, actually, doesn't it? Ba, 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 ba. The facilities now, they are second division facilities, aren't they, Dale? 
they are very good, very good. The seats are fantastic. It's just the Bishop Street stand that needs looking at, Still making it a bit something like this. This is a bit of an eyesore. When you say looking at you mean it needs a massive wrecking ball to go through it? Yeah, yeah, it was knocking down a fresh yeah. stand building. But he said, the chairman said, I won't be doing anything like that until we get out of this league and we get the gates go. Well, they've been good all year, haven't they, Dale? 7,000 mm. 7, odd every week. Fantastic. 5,000 season ticket holders. So from, for a team like Mansfield, there again, you've got to pull in power in this area of 350,000 people within four miles, which is a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah. Dale? You'll be able to pull a good gate in there. Now, Dale. Yes. Yes, can you hear me? When did you first, when did you first go to the Stags with your dad? So I went in 1976. Uh, I think the first game was Scunthorpe United and we won 7-0. And um, yeah, I mean, what, what, a, what a night that was. And I remember there used to be a garage, Windsor Road garage. And uh, I remember after the game walking, it was like a little wall that you could sort of run along. And uh, I remember that really well, running along the wall at Windsor Road garage. And uh, thinking, what a fantastic team that that was. Jimmy McCaffrey crossing the ball in. And um, the goals we scored there, oh, I mean, you know, who's, we used to sit in the Bishop Street stand. Um, we had um, sort of season tickets or we always buy tickets for that stand. And so we watched, we watched some brilliant matches from Bishop Street. And it would be lovely once that's done, to go back to Dad's point, once that's done and ready, I think I'll have my season ticket in the Bishop Street stand, yeah. Um, which will be fantastic, but we shall keep going, Rob. We shall, yeah. we shall never, we shall never give in. We'll keep going. One day, our time will come. There's a way. You mean <laughs> everyone will die? When you say <laughs> your time will come, it's just, it's just death. That doesn't mean say Mansfield are ever going to win anything. Let's face it, it doesn't. No, no, possibly not. But we shall keep yeah. going. That's the faith we keep. We're uh, we yellow and blue. We've got yellow and blue blood, so it's great. Yeah, up the Wesleyans. What are they called now? I've forgotten. Hold on. Mansfield Town. That's right. That's right. So, so Rob, when was your first game at Mansfield? Well, you know, as your dad said, I tended to go to Forest more than Mansfield. We did go, but it was, it was a search. I, I cannot remember. It would have been about 1976, seven. Yep. But I remember, I mean, you know, my first big season of going to Football was watching Nottingham Forest win, um, you know, the first division. So yeah, it's been downhill all the way since then, though. And that and that year, we of course went up into the um, the first division, or sorry, the, the old second division. Um, that season, that Forest got promoted into, and we went to Wrexham. Um, so uh, we we needed to win uh, one nil to be champions and keep Wrexham down. And we uh, we won one nil. We had a fantastic team, um, and we won one nil. And they literally passed me up into the stand. There was like a I remember seats being above where we all stood. I couldn't see for anything, and uh, they passed me up into this stand, the seated section. And I sat there, and uh, towards the end of the game, and uh, 
actually Rod Arnold spoke to Rod Arnold about it afterwards and he got knocked out about half time. Um, one of the Wrexham players bumped into him, knocked him out. And he said the second half, I can't remember anything, but he was absolutely immense, wasn't he, Dad? And he saved everything. He says, I can't remember any of the saves or the the chances. And we won 1-0. A fantastic goal. And um, off we went into the, uh, as champions. And and like everything within the Mansfield Town um, history, we messed it up when we got up there. Um, Unfortunately, we lost our great manager at the time. And uh, he went off to be assistant manager at Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Peter Morris. And yeah, Bill McGarry coached him then, and uh, we got Billy Bingham. Yeah, and the chairman who'd put all his money in, uh, Arthur Patrick, lived. He had a, a motor place on South Road. Yeah, he pumped all his money into him, into it, and. Uh, he lost his business, and uh, so we were told to get rid of big the big wage people, and then this went straight down, didn't they? Went yeah, straight down. sold all the players off, the great players like Gordon Hodgson and uh, the amazing uh, players like that. And unfortunately, yeah, we were back in to a mess, and uh, off we go again. But within within. What we've got now in terms of structure, our chairman, Baxter's, is amazing, John Radford, John and Carolyn Radford. Um, and I just think that one day, hopefully, they will get the reward for all their investment. And uh, that will be fantastic, not just for Stags fans, but for those guys that kept this club, you know, really rolling. And um, we, we are, we'd be in a mess without them, Rob, you know, because you know the state of the town. You've seen it. I, I've been in. And, um, you know, without those guys, this club would have folded. So thank you at the end of this season to John and Caroline Radford for amazing investment. Hopefully, Nigel will get us out next year. I think another year for Nigel to really prove uh, his worth. I'm sure he'll get there. And um, off we go again next season. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll be up there, you know, uh, hopefully, one only one league away from playing Forest. <laughs> steady, 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 steady. Sorry. <laughs> no, they're going down. No question. Um, <laughs> just, just a little uh, note to Martin as well. We've we've covered him on the pod as well. You know, my cousin that cycles. He's a Forest fan, as you know. Um, he cycled to every Premier League. Um, match away from home so um, please just uh, look it up online and uh, donate it's for Maggie's uh, and uh, Macmillan yeah absolutely and so we we're really proud of what he's achieved Um, sorry he's a red but you know these are the things that happen in life and um, but what a what a fabulous um, you know commitment and uh, we're very proud of him and well done Martin yeah, well done for continuing to watch them. Match was with me. His first match was with me. Uh, Knox Forest Reserves and Mansfield Reserves at uh, Hugh Mill, and I bought him a a, a cup of bovril and a cheese sandwich. And when he got back, his mum says, "Have you enjoyed it?" He says, 
Yeah, it's been okay, but I didn't like that cheese sandwich and that bottle of milk. My, my uncle Ted told me to have. So that's his introduction to Forest, anyway. He's never forgiven you, has he? He still goes to Forest now. He's never forgiven him, and I think that's why he goes to Forest. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, Mansfield Reserves, eh? Your first match. Ooh. Cup of Bovril. Nothing like it. Well, look, thank you both so much. That's been a beautiful evocation of all the uh, the great times. All those records that Mansfield have set, now all they've got to do is, you know, yeah. win something. Yeah. Set some more records, Rob. That's the important thing, isn't it? That's right. That's right. There we go. Thanks again then to Ted and Dale. Um, for summing up the season and indeed over 140 years, I think it's over 140 years of Stag's history for us. Uh, Mum, did you enjoy the match yesterday then? Thoroughly. Did you watch it? No. Do you know what happened? Yes. What happened? Mansfield won. They did. They did. Apparently very well yeah no i've i've um i've been told that as well i didn't see it um i did uh, i followed it at the time and i should say also by uh, the miracles of uh, again time travel we are now tomorrow we had a technical hitch yesterday so we're now recording this tomorrow so you've traveled from yesterday into tomorrow which is you know amazing and um and as a result i also know that nigel Clough has uh, signed a new contract with mansfield so uh, as we discussed in uh, in the conversation with uh, Ted and Dale, he is staying on. Um, so, yeah, it, it could have happened yesterday, Mum, though not in the way uh, I predicted, uh, because um, Bradford uh, managed to draw with um, Leighton Orient, um, but Salford lost to Gillingham. So if Mansfield had scored another, well, two goals, they would have been they would have been into the playoff places. But anyway, there we go. So Nigel Clough is going to be the manager again next season. I thought they were going to offer the role to you. Um, I refused it. Did they approach you? Yes. Uh, why did you turn it down? Because, I mean, Roy Hodgson has come out of retirement. Nothing is impossible. You could have come back to this. I felt I hadn't got the time. Really? Yes. Because... Oh, you've got to fit it in between, I mean, shopping on a Tuesday. Yes, and shopped on a Saturday. Uh, I just felt I couldn't do it justice. No, that's very, that's honourable. But I mean, I do hope they'll take you on as a consultant or something. Because I think, you know, especially at the top of the pitch where they just haven't scored enough goals, they could learn quite a lot from you, I think. They're going to ring me again, apparently. So maybe that's coming. Well, let's um, let's hope so. Anyway, so next season, uh, Mansfield is going to be um, a League Two side again, and we'll just hope that everything changes next time, eh? Let's uh, hope. Um, in the meantime, you're going to sing us a song, aren't you, Mum? I certainly am. Now, today, what song would you like to sing for us? Because each time, I, you know, I invite you to sing a song, and ideally, it's always the same song. Is it Mansfield is a town in North Nottinghamshire? That's the one. Shall we sing it? 
yes, we, that is you, not me, um, will sing it. That'd be lovely. So um, right. now today, though, just give it a bit more. Well, I don't know. Let's give it a, you know, a bit more operatic than usual, maybe. I certainly will. Go on. Then. Mansfield is a town in North Nottinghamshire. Mansfield is a town in North Nottinghamshire. I live in this town. I love this town. Mansfield is a town in North Nottinghamshire. Was that good? That was beautiful. Thank you.